0: Time for the endless excitement that is the quack cast. This is the 91st Quackcast, and it's called Cannibalism. For all the goofiness that is scam, I never thought I would have a podcast entitled Cannibalism. The ability for humans to find imaginary healing properties in everything from duck liver and heart diluted 1 to 100, 200 times, rhinoceros horns, And waving hands over people to adjust energy fields that do not exist is remarkable. But somehow, I never thought Jeffrey Dahmer would be at the forefront of alternative therapies. Last Wednesday, my wife was reading me the newspaper. That is how I usually consume the local newspaper. My wife reads stories that she finds of interest out loud. Otherwise, I do not think I would bother with anything beyond the comics and the sports page. And she let it be known that Korean officials had confiscated medications containing aborted fetuses and stillborn babies. And instead of the usual, uh-huh, oh, that's interesting, this caught my attention. Say what? She showed me the article. There it was, in black and white, under the title, Human Flesh Pills Seized. Evidently, Korean customs officials have confiscated 17,000 health capsules that contain human remains, quote, most likely extracted from aborted fetuses or stillborn babies. Forensic tests found a 99.7% match with human flesh. Evidently, unborn infants and placenta are believed to have medicinal purposes in some parts of Korea and China. So, confirmation bias kicks in big time. It is the kind of report I would assume to be true since it ties in with my understanding of traditional Chinese medicine where they will grind up damn near anything to make a medical nostrum. First tigers and rhino horns, now dead babies. Stupid healers. And there are parallels. In parts of Africa, albinos are dismembered and sometimes killed for body parts that are used by witch doctors to make potions that make the user healthy and wealthy but not evidently wise. As best I can tell, the potions and charms are used in rituals, but not consumed, although the interwebs are not specific on the use of albino parts. It is difficult to tell what is fact and fiction, although there is no doubt that albinos are being murdered for magical purposes. When I went to the Wikipedia entry on the persecution of albinos, it had the following at the top, quote, An editor has expressed a concern that this article lends undue weight to certain ideas, incidents, controversies, or matters relative to the article's subject as a whole. Please help to make a more balanced presentation. I guess there is an opportunity for the pro-murder and processing of albinos into potions to weigh in with their side. Sigh. The eternal quest for being neutral and telling both sides of the story when there isn't one. I thought the topic would be a nice addition to prior podcasts I have done on traditional Chinese medicine, TCM. And then I thought, wait a minute. There are two topics about which I do have some expertise. Infectious diseases and scams. And the Oregonian always gets it wrong when they have articles on these topics. So why should it be correct this time? And as I thought about it, I have spent significant time in the byways and backwaters of traditional Chinese medicine looking for the odd and unusual therapy, and I have never heard of using dead babies for medication. Something that weird and repugnant should have been noticed long ago. Given the lack of veracity in the ingredients on the average bottle of TCM, even if it included dead babies and embryos on the label, I would be a little bit skeptical as to the contents. The article in the Oregonian is only five paragraphs long, but rereading it with a skeptical eye instead of confirmation bias suggests it doesn't hold together. There's this weirdly specific Auschwitz-like description in the article, quote, The pills were composed on ground stillborn fetus or babies that had been cut into small pieces and dried in gas ranges for two days and then made into powders and encapsulated. Although the Huffington Post suggested, quote, dead babies whose bodies were chopped into small pieces and dried on stoves before being turned into powder. And the Mail, a British newspaper, suggested more modern techniques. Overnight, she dried it out on absorbent paper before slowly microwaving it on low heat. My microwave doesn't have low heat. Maybe they meant low power. Or maybe they're just making stuff up. So how do they know it is specifically babies and not, say, placenta or other human tissues? I am not certain, as I cannot find a copy of the report in English that shows the analysis of the dead baby pills. I would be very skeptical as to its authenticity. I have seen two videos that purport to show the dead baby pills being made. In one All I can see is something that looks like placenta. I can see nothing that looks like fetus or stillborn baby. The other, everything is blurred, and I cannot see anything in the blur that looks like fetus or baby. I did, however, see Nessie, a piece of Bigfoot, and the face of Jesus. But I could see nothing that looked like fetus. They comment a 99.7 match with human tissue. Well, human tissue does not a fetus make. I am, of course, limited by my lack of understanding of Korea and of Google translation, which summarizes one video report as, quote, saw culture terrible wrong against humanity is an act of singing. I couldn't agree more. But I can't find the forensic report online just references to it. One of the videos has some lab-coded sciency types doing science on screen, but I have no clue as to what they are really doing. There are computer graphs and pipetting, so it must be valid. I find there's something peculiar about that missing 0.3%. It may just be the standard of error in determining whether or not specimens are human, but it also suggests that someone might want to imply that the source of the tissue is not quite 100% human. This should certainly be true if the goal of all this is not the truth, but demonizing someone or something. Those Chinese eating dead babies. And those dead babies aren't even completely human. Is there any evidence to suggest that the pills do contain babies? Not that I can find. Could it be placenta? Almost certainly. Placentas, oddly, are popular the world over. It is the one meat okay with some vegans, quote, While some argue placentophagy is basically an act of cannibalism, many vegans think it's okay to eat one's own placenta or a friend's placenta because no animal suffered for the meat. Although half the human race, and certainly my wife, whose graphic description of pushing a bowling ball through a paper towel tube during the birth of our children doesn't sound like a whole hell of a lot of fun to me, might argue over the last six words, no animal suffered for the meat. Not unsurprisingly, the author of that quote is male. How do they know such gruesome specifics about the manufacturing process? The videos are not that revealing, and the written reports appear to be rewrites of the same article. The interwebs are an echo chamber that can make research tedious. All the comments on the beneficial effects of dead babies are in over-the-top sites about cannibalism in China. Really, wouldn't baby oil or baby powder be cheaper? I can find no independent references to traditional healers who think dead baby pills are a benefit. I am sure there are a few Elizabeth Bathory wannabes who think that consumption of human blood and body parts are a benefit. But whether that's indicative of a widespread movement or the habits of a few wackaloons is uncertain. Any alleged mystical alternative health benefits from cannibalism are not mentioned on the interwebs outside of population control. When I went to Googling, all I found were reports, and they all started about in the year 2000. And every instance I could find about dead baby pills were on anti-abortion sites. Ah... No wonder the grisly description of the manufacturing process. And there is a performance artist in China who allegedly ate baby as part of his performance art. He says it was real baby. I look at the pictures, and it doesn't look like baby to me. And the reports can get really sensationalist with respect to China. Quote, usually I wash the fetuses clean and added ginger, orange peel, and pork to make soup. After taking it for a while, I felt a lot better and my asthma disappeared. I used to take placenta, but it was not so helpful. And quote, the next day the reporter returned at lunchtime. The doctor eventually emerged from the operating theater holding a fist-sized glass bottle stuffed with thumb-sized fetuses. She said, there are ten fetuses here, all aborted this morning. You can take them. We are a state hospital and don't charge anything. Normally, we doctors take them home to eat all free. Since you don't look well, you can take them. Many of the sites are in the same sensationalist mode. Now, when I was a medical student at the VA, we would eat the dinner trays of patients who had been discharged or who were otherwise made NPO and could not have their meals. That's where I draw the line. As best I can tell, the entire dead baby pill story is nonsense. Whether this rumor was started by Koreans or pro-life proponents to aggravate their enemies and give succor to the faithful, I do not know. Everything I find suggests sensational unverified reporting by people with an axe to grind. I think it looks like another version of the blood libel, that Jews and other minorities murder children to use their blood in Religious rituals and holidays. The blood libel is a popular bit of bigotry against your other. The blood libel is a common manifestation of bigotry, ignorance, and xenophobia. In accusations of cannibalism, has a long history as a form of propaganda used against the other. Even Glenn Beck takes the opportunity to draw a parallel between dead baby pills. And Obamas stand on some aspects of health care. I think that pretty much sums up the reason this story exists and perpetuates. By the way, it's the Koreans who seem to be a market for the dead baby pills. The Chinese are the reprocessors. And no one seems to mention it's the Koreans who have some splaining to do. While I am convinced that the multiplicity of logical fallacies and its resultant fundamental irrationality of humans, I am convinced of the basic decency and goodness of humans. I always found the need for scam and anti-vaccine proponents to demonize their opponents to be the saddest part of their argument. I try, not always with success, to remember it is the idea, not the person, that is the problem. But then you have Kevin Trudeau and Dr. Oz and Robert Young, and sometimes it is the person after all. Damned if you do, and damned if you don't. The whole concept of eating dead babies goes against fundamental human nature. Even if I do agree with the idea, with humans, there is nothing unnatural, just untried. Dead baby pills are almost certainly not about alternative medicine, but about demonizing your enemy be it Chinese or the abortionist. Hmm. Maybe I'll have to rethink that whole decency and goodness thing. The idea of dead baby pills fails at the human level. There may be a few isolated wackaloons out there who will consume bits and pieces of dead baby, but I would really doubt this represents a major or even minor component of traditional Chinese medicine. It has about all the probability of being true, as the Protocols of the Elders of Zion. This is by no means a definitive review on the topic. There's much on the Internet, in languages that I don't read, that may eventually prove me wrong. But nonetheless, I call it urban legend. I await the myth to prove me right. Watching the hosts consume stillborn fetuses would make great television. And that ends the 91st QuackCast. As always, go online and write glowing reviews on iTunes to feed my ravenous yet fragile ego. And you can go to moremark.squarespace.com to see all the aspects of my growing multimedia empire. My phone apps, my books, my blogs, my podcasts. Because the world does need more Mark Crislop. Bye-bye.